This is TMBC. There are things in this world that might be cool, and we just watched one of them. My name is Jason, and I like to party. Joining me today, as usual, my co-pilot, post-apocalyptic, high-octane car, Chase Anderson. And I like to party. (laughs) Well, we caught a couple of hitchhikers today, uh, and they just had to get in on the action. So, welcome back, the Instagram famous Devin. (laughs) That's me. And in his his TMBC debut, welcome to the stage, the guy that occasionally hits me with his truck, say hello to James. Hello! (laughs) Uh, We, as I made reference to in the post-apocalyptic high-octane car chase... What's up? That's me. That's That's my new Instagram name. Yeah. Hi. It's a lot longer username, but I think it'll work for you. I just forgot it already, so... Uh, We saw Mad Max today. What did you guys think of it? Really? What What did you think, Chase? What Dude, was I saw it twice. Just some quick impressions. Yeah, you've seen it twice. You probably know you know the story and all the lines down by heart now. Yeah, right? I memorized the whole thing. You know, that's good, dude. Probably because they only talk like twice. <laughs> <laughs> they, it does take a long time before they actually talk. Was it a little surprise, like jarring, once he started hearing him talk? Because I kind of got used to him just not saying anything. No, he he grunts a lot. Like the first half of the movie, I thought he was just going to grunt. I grunt a lot too, but that's a that has nothing to do with <laughs> any storylines i don't know why i don't know i don't want to know why you're grunting but <laughs> you should know why i'm grunting <laughs> no no i'm gonna leave right now all right that's so, terrible so i'll be back you guys have fun with this dude so we I'm had leaving. in this movie uh was the return of george miller to movies that aren't made for five-year-olds which was awesome which is weird. If, if anyone didn't know, George Miller, uh, we, we talked about this earlier before the show, George Miller, before he directed uh, Fury Road and after he directed the first three Mad Max movies, was directing Babe and Happy Feet. Because, you know. Which are Devin's favorite movies. And Happy Feet too. He doesn't have a lot of range as a director, you know what I mean? Like, when's he going to stop sticking to the same exact formula he's been using with all his movies? It's ridiculous. All the themes are the same, the stories. This guy is just getting so old. <laughs> Oh, it's stale. Those violent point. animals. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. And the, the, those cute apocalyptic people. Penguins. Cars. <laughs> I don't know. The, yeah. All the animated whatevers. Hey, I, have, I haven't seen Babe yet. So. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> don't, ruin <it> <laughs> don't ruin Babe for Devin. <laughs> and next week we'll be doing our review of Babe and Babe 2, Pig in the City. <laughs> yeah. There's a second Babe? There's a second Babe. What? <laughs> No way. Pig in the City, dude. Uh, and George Miller also directed that one, I believe. I'm going to look that up right now and see if he directed the second one, because that's just too good not to be true. <laughs> Please stand by while we Google. <laughs> Googling. Let's see. Oh. Babe. Ah, oh, he was not a producer. Oh, yes, he was. He was a producer on Babe, Pig in the City. That guy's awesome. Very nice. You know that pig movie I made? I'm going to make another one. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you money you can't do it. Oh, we're going to do it. He was producer and director of Babe Pig in the City. He was just... I'm going to do it by myself if I have to. (laughs) That is a point proven taken way too far. Oh, my gosh. Man, he's done some weird stuff. So he had Mad Max, Mad Max 2, um, and then he did Thunderdome. In between that, he did Twilight Zone, the movie. 
And let's see. Then the Witches of Eastwick, Lorenzo's Oil, 40,000 Years of Dreaming, Babe Pig in the City, and then Happy Feet, Happy Feet 2, and Fury Road. So basically, it's just a bunch of movies nobody's ever heard of. And some so awesome ones. Odd. And so some kids' odd. movies. Three like, really awesome ones and a bunch of mediocre ones. <laughs> so which, which three are the awesome ones? Definitely the first and the second Mad Max. You didn't like Thunderdome? I didn't like Thunderdome as much. I never actually saw it because people said... I just thought it... I I think they took the theme too far and it got way too campy. It got got that 80s... That that corny 80s fever Mm. going on where everything had to be over the top and just totally crazy and it was never going to work. And that's the thing I really loved about the first, second, and fourth Mad Maxes is... Yeah, they're crazy, and it's totally outlandish to think people would act that way and people could survive in that way, but you could still see it kind of happening. Yeah. You hope uh, it happens. That's exactly... I hope it happens. Dude, that's, <laughs> that is way too awesome. We're just waiting for true. it. I'm just waiting for it. That's exactly <laughs> what we're looking for, man, over the top for Mad Max. Oh, it was Thunderdome cool. was sick. Dude, have you seen you Thunderdome? Like Thunderdome? You need to, Chase was telling me earlier, if you watch Fury, Fury Road... Mm-hmm. Watch the first ones first. You'll you'll appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, Road Warrior in particular. Oh, yeah. Road Warrior is watch it the best. Watch it before Fury Road. Yeah, that. I made some of my other friends. I made them watch it. They didn't want to, but they loved it. <laughs> they didn't admit it, but they were going oh the whole time. So that's yeah. proof enough. Road, dude. I I I'm not a person who like audibly gasps or like makes noises when things happen in movies. But that happened like ten times during this movie. Yeah, it was really annoying. By I, the way. Yeah, I bet it was. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Good. Yeah, I I was, and it might be because I'm partially deaf, so it was like making me less uh, less audible. But like, I seriously, there were so many times, like if a car would get smashed, or like um, a few times when like people almost fell off their cars or something like that, I was like going like, oh no, whoa, ah, like is, is he okay? Weird noises. Yeah, is he okay. Nobody's gonna go back for him. <laughs> All right. Dude, the I, I didn't know this, but actually. Uh, Road Warrior was almost as highly rated as as Fury Road. Road Warrior has a ninety eight percent on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. No way. Not crazy. That's because it's that's because it's right there at the top. That's <laughs> Road one War- of the coolest movies ever made. <laughs> Road Warrior is good. The first Mad Max has an eighty eight percent. Road Warrior has ninety eight. Thunderdome has sixty eight. Um, the the audience score on Thunderdome is super low, but actually the the critic score is still eighty percent. Yeah. Audience score was fifty. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I think people are way too critical of it. You go to that movie knowing it's going to be just over the top and crazy, yeah. huge explosions everywhere, stuff getting ripped apart. That's what you're going to go see that movie for. You're not going to go see it because it's like the Notebook and it's cute and fluffy. <laughs> yeah. That although that would have been fantastic. No, <laughs> no, just Notebook Fury Road. No, yeah, but you go into the movie thinking like, oh, yeah, this is just going to be a bunch of car crashes and chase scenes, which it is, yeah. but you don't get bored of it for some reason. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, the storyline is awesome. It's, it doesn't have Transformers syndrome where it's just like they're relying on their visual effects to, to get you by. Like, this had a, a whole lot of plot thrown into it. Yeah, none of the action gets boring, yeah. which is weird to think about because that's what you would think. Because when you try to explain the movie, it's like you just tell them, yeah, it's cars crashing Big brig running away. Yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting, like p- putting this kind of next to Age of Ultron, because and and we'll get into that when we when we do our Age of Ultron um, review. But 
that was kind of something that that was a little like by the end of Age of Ultron, I was a little sick of of the action scenes. But with yeah, well, it's just them beating the crap out of robots. Yeah, but then with Fury Road, like it, they don't get old. Like they stay. That's because it's cars, dude. That's probably true. Yeah. If you're a car guy, if you yeah. even are remotely excited, if you about own a car, cars, if you own a car <laughs> and you like it, you need to go see this movie. It's so dope. I right, so so what what were kind of like what were some moments that stood out to each one of you? Like Devin, what, we'll what start was, with Devin. Yeah. Give you the most of time, of ta- time to think about what you're going to say before you say it. Exactly. So, wait go a second. I'll go next. You'll go next? Okay, Chase. What was, what was the moment that stood, stood out for you? Pass. I like, I like the cinematography, like how they did all the shots. Mm-hmm. Especially my favorite was the monster truck. I told you guys this, about this at Wingers. But all the shots they had the monster truck win were just epic. Like he flies through the, the flames that explode. And when he that jumps it, just and then having the scene of the... What's his name? Joe, something Joe, Immortal Joe. Oh, yeah, Immortal. Yeah, they have him. He's just, it's a shot of him just in the cab, just like with his mask on, his eyes crazy, the hair flown. It just, mm-hmm. I thought it looked really cool, just how they filmed it, you know? Oh, yeah. The filming was awesome, and especially because, and, and James uh, mentioned this earlier before we were recording, that you really like, there are a lot of times that you can't tell what is a visual effect and what isn't. And it, like that, that's a huge accomplishment because in so many movies, like, you can see, and, and obviously you can tell, like, when there is a visual effect in one of these scenes, you know, like, if, if there's these giant explosions and stuff, you can tell that a lot of it's fake. But what you can't tell in this movie and what they blend so seamlessly is, like, you look at the cars, they're undercarriages, you know, like, when they're twisting, you can see, like, rust spots and, like, random things like that that it's just either really detailed CGI or actually a car getting No, dude, up. it's, like, I, I think 99% of the crashes are actual real cars. Where'd you get that statistic from? I made it up. <laughs> I like the makeup statistics. I do too. I it, do it all the time. It looked real. Literally, the only part that didn't look real in that movie was when that truck got sucked into that tornado. Yeah. And there's no way you could get that. Yeah. There's no hey, way you could get that. Have you ever seen Storm Chasers? Those no. guys get a lot of tornado footage. They could have borrowed some. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got to go find the tornado guys real quick. That's going to be the, the hardest chasers. We need them. <laughs> Take our 500 frames per second cameras into your storm. That'd be yeah. sick, though. That'd be fun. If they like, if they got like one of these Hollywood cameras, but then covered it in like GoPro stuff, you know, like just made it super durable, and then just threw it into some tornadoes. That'd I'd be, be down. Cool. See cows and as long as it's not my money. Around. Yeah, right. Those well, are I mean, expensive cameras. It's the studio's money, which basically doesn't exist. You know, it's just it's just there. Like, how do they manage to spend so much money on these movies? These mo- Did you see how many cars they made? Yeah, five hundred million dollar budget though. Five hundred million. Is that what they had? That was the budget. That, I mean, usually that that's statistic? for well, no, for movies around <laughs> the highest one was like three hundred and something. That was Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh three, no, there's two. Avengers: Age of All the Marvel movies have a four hundred million dollar budget minimum. What? Yeah, no way. Yeah, no, well, I'll, I'll look up the budget nuts. for this one. Like I said, if you're a car guy and you go to see this movie, because I'm one, yeah, I love them, and you start picking out these little things, and uh, there's so many cars in there that are so rare. Yes, and not only are they rare, but you, they're real cars, so not only do they have just one, they have multiples of them, and they have just ruined these cars. I mean, there's 59 Cadillacs that are stacked on top of each other. There's a 32 Ford Coupe with two big block Chevrolet engines in it. They run together. Who who finds one of those and just says, okay, we're going to cut it up and wreck it and put it in a movie? That's Nobody. The, that's the best part of the show is all these cars that would be sick, you'd want to do all the sick stuff too, but you won't do it. 
They have it in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Everything outlandish you could think of. I've never seen two 59 Cadillacs welded together <laughs> yeah. with monster truck tires on them. It's so cool. Yeah, it was like a dually tractor tire thing that was jacked up like 18 feet tall. Yeah, so that, that thing cool. was, that was cool. nuts. Just gigantic trucks. I mean, definitely the biggest vehicles out of any Mad Max movie. All of, like the biggest one in every Mad Max movie so far, and I can't count Thunderdome because they have all that stuff that flies. But every that kind stuff of, that flies, every kind of road vehicle Whoa. that is in there, it, the biggest one that's ever been in there was the tanker truck from Road Warrior. Not only did they double the size of the tanker truck, but they quadrupled the size of everything else that was going after <laughs> it. It was just awesome. So I want to I want to really quick say that I'm an idiot. Um so the 400 million I was talking about, I was like I totally got stats mixed up in my head. That was the lowest earnings for a Marvel movie so far. The budgets are usually more around 150 million, oh, which is what right. this movie we was. Didn't call 150 million? 150 million dollar budget. If you had 150 million dollars to spend car on cars, what would you buy? <laughs> exactly right. what they had. This <laughs> <laughs> Everything. I love porcupine cars. So Immortan Joe's car. I loved how ridiculous his car was. It was like th- just three Cadillacs stacked on top of each other. Oh, like, yeah. I did love just how over the top and like ridiculous. And why would you ever need that? Me was- and Devin were talking about that when we were walking out of the parking lot and I was like, how cool of a job would it be? I want to be that guy that all these like scrappers are bringing parts to <laughs> Hey, what is this? I don't know. It's a boom off of an excavator. Well, what are we going to do with it? Let's make a fender. It's going to be sweet. And we're going to put all these big spikes on it. Well, why would you want to do that? Because it's going to look bitching. Awesome. Like, why would you? We don't have anything better to do. We ran out of gas a long time ago. Let's just weld it all together. Who cares? Tell you, so, if, if the world ever ends, man, you'll be the guy to come to. <laughs> all the cars. Great. No you go joke. to James's garage and just see what he's made. So much, dude! Fun. I found this welded onto my car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this movie had a hundred fifty million dollar budget. Based on that, what would you guess that Avengers: Age of Ultron had for its budget? Two hundred. I know they lifted up an entire city. That's pretty legit. Yeah, that's, that's not they actually did that in real life. That probably costed a lot of money. That's why the country of Sokovia doesn't <laughs> exist because they actually did they, that they in real life up and, and destroyed it. <laughs> What, 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 so Chase guesses two hundred twenty million. Two hundred twenty million for the budget. I guess two hundred twenty-one million. <laughs> You're gonna be that guy. <laughs> no, James is guy. gonna do two hundred nineteen. I'm gonna do two hundred twenty-one million nine hundred ninety-nine dollars <laughs> and ninety-nine cents. No, I, I really guess like three hundred million. Three hundred million. Yeah. Devin's the closest. Two hundred seventy-nine point nine million. Two hundred seventy-nine. They spent almost double what they spent for Fury Road. They spent almost double that on Age of Ultron. Granted, they had a lot more actors. Yeah, it was all the actors. Yeah, that's probably really what it was. Legit show, though. Oh, yeah. I liked it. It's so weird because, like, it seems like every five, sometimes even like 10 years, Charlize Theron shows up in a movie that you really like and then she just disappears for a while. You know what I mean? Oh, man. She was so awesome. She She was was in A Million Ways to Die in the West, wasn't she? That was her. Yeah. Yeah, that was was awful, by the way. That's what I mean. I haven't seen that. Don't. She kind of disappears. Like she was in Prometheus, which was underwhelming. She was in Snow White and the Huntsman, underwhelming. Like the last like good movie she was in before this was like Hancock, and that was in two thousand eight. And then before that, like oh, she was in Hancock. Yeah, she doesn't dude. look like that. Like in this movie, she doesn't look anything because she's bald no, and she all. has like a one arm. Yeah. Well, and they they make her face look super gaunt. 
Yeah, well, she's got no makeup. Well, like, besides like the black on her forehead. <laughs> tons of makeup. <laughs> yeah. <on>. Well, that's <laughs> oil. Yeah, yeah, oil. But like that's at the beginning. But uh, during mm. the end, she has nothing, like no face, and it just yeah. makes her look no face. Like she, <laughs> no face makeup. She loses her. That's face. what happens when girls don't wear makeup. It's just no face. Dude, but, I know. Yeah, I loved so like you see that she has that black on the top of her face, and then after she loses that, but when she's going into the canyon, I love that she just like grabs her fingers in the in the steering column and just grabs oil and spreads. Dude, it's her war paint. You gotta get you gotta get stoked somehow. Best thing I liked about her character is she's driving around with like five flawless women, and then she's like this (laughs) bad a chick. (laughs) Oh yeah, for real. Driving the truck and keeping them alive. I loved the scene where Tom Hardy just like collects all of the weapons that she has. That's what that is so cool. It's That's like, back when he was grunting in the beginning. <laughs> he grabs a bag and then he's snapping at the one girl. He's like, you just can't hear the snap. Snapping like, you get that gun over there. <laughs> just pulls so handguns at it. Oh, and they just come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, he grabs so the flare weird. and looks at it. Just like, yeah. oh, all right. <laughs> I like that they used the flare, though. I'm glad that they actually used that because I was going to be disappointed if they if someone they, they did used, get like, shot guns. with the flare. I, in the Road Warrior, it was like, they had two um, like shells, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like he, the girl's like, "I've been saving this for a long time." This, and then, they're this just, just like, like uh, "We just want lots of guns, lots of gas, lots of cars." So <laughs> the thing that we're going to be worrying about is water, because yeah, you know, we need something to because you can't live off of gasoline, despite what Nick Holt's character might make you believe. Which I, I really liked Nick Holt in this movie, actually. Freaking as uh, Nux, Nux, yeah, Nux the. War, His mouth war was so gross, dude. I can't like. You end up it, liking that, cool. dude. Yeah, it was, you it was a pretty, is a pretty evolved character by the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, they did a really good job with him because he starts out as a crazy like I want to die in Valhalla, and uh, and then all of a sudden he's like somehow is a well uh, spoilers alert right now. We've already spoiled it. We've spoiled the whole movie. Let's just yeah. talk about the whole movie because well, no, let's not spoil it. We dude, have to. People now. aren't going to listen. Unless I think they. I think they already know what the I'll whole... Throw, I'll throw yeah, a spoiler well, everything warning we've, Everything we've talked about is just... You know what's going to happen. Okay. That's going to be in the movie. Okay, fine. From this point on, spoilers. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for it, the warning. Turn, turn it, it off. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. We've already heard about all the cool uh, stuff in the movie. By the way, spoiler alert. Yeah. They try to get gasoline. <laughs> 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 spoiler alert for a franchise that's 30 years old. Oh, it's man. still the same yeah. thing they're trying to get. <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. No, they had plenty of gasoline. They had a guy going around. They had one the guy from Gastown, the big fat guy, that was oh, keeping yeah. track of everything. He's like, We've used this many this much gas, man. this many bullets Talk just about to get your girls on that guy. Holy crap. Yeah. It's, that's pretty well. It wonder... came in handy when they needed uh, something heavy to hold the pedal down, so that's it true. worked out. Pretty awesome. His feet looked like uh Larry H. Miller's feet like his towards makeshift. the end of his life. What? Larry H. Miller, he had to get his feet amputated for what? No way. Yeah, Is that real? Toward the end of it, yeah. Well, because he was diabetic and he hmm. didn't really take care of his health too much, so he ended up having to get get amputated quite a bit. He got he got chopped up quite a bit toward the end of his life. That's a really weird turn to take. This guy is way real. Speaking dude, of amputations, though, what did you think of Charlize Theron's fake arm? So legit. Yeah. I, that was pretty cool. That was one of the things, and we already talked about this. It was. Definitely a like a hyped up movie prop to get everybody's attention. Yeah. As far as like the Mad Max world goes, I think they could have done not necessarily a more creative job to make it work, but a but a more improvised, like MacGyver sort of way. Like, okay, 
I only have this bolt, these like two <laughs> pieces of metal and like this half piece of rebar and I'm going to make a prosthetic arm out of it. That would have been pretty cool. It she did have, have like cool. a like a wrench welded onto the top of it. Like the first time you see it, it's, it's on the top and you're looking through the cab, through the windshield and you can see just a wrench. It's like made out of a wrench and stuff. I thought it looked cool, but... Well, she Maybe spent time on that thing, man. Got it was, it was pretty legit. cool. And, you know, it's again, it's one of those double standards because you look at most of this stuff and it just looks hacked. And everything yeah. just looks hastily welded together. There's a scene where they, they go off to war and they start grabbing steering wheels off this tree. <laughs> Everybody Dude, I has love that so part. Cool. And I don't know if you guys know what it takes to make a wire sculpture. Or anything. That but probably this took girl's someone a long steering time. wheel to her truck. The entire steering wheel is made out of wire, and it's a skull, and it's all three D. So I was like, okay, the arm could have been more haggard, but look at the steering wheels. Like, look at all this other stuff that is just so cool, and somebody took a lot of time. So again, the arm could have been better, but yeah, with everything else, it was it was awesome. It was oh, you're cool. saying it could be like a more like well made arm. No, you know, no, like it was perfect. Just more, the way more it was. detail in the, saying in the that there's no effects. machines to make it. It should have been yeah. more haggard. Yeah, it should have been more handmade. Yeah, yeah. more handmade Def- stuff. Oh. Everything, have some duct looked, tape holding it together. Everything yeah. looked. Machine I thought it was made. cool. So, there's like it's kind of weird. Like they, there's no real point to have her arm except for the cool scene at the end when we all saw. But it's just like they're like, hey, let's have her character have one arm. And I don't know how hard that would be to film. It establishes her as, as kind of like a badass, dude. Like it's like, oh, yeah, this chick lost an arm and she still kicks more ass yeah. than anyone. Yeah, so I was like they just wanted to add that. But she actually yeah. does have a hand. Like they had to Well, yeah, they, they probably it. just put a, a green sleeve over her over her hand. When it was off? What did they do when it was on? Because like, it's just like one little thin piece of metal. No, in the either, either way, yes, because they put the green sleeve on it. And so then they can just take and, and oh, for that green narrow sleeve, area. Yeah. And then put the thing over it? Yeah, and then they just oh. they shop that in. They put it in the background and everything. Because like, I saw a couple easy. scenes where like, she's moving her hand. Mm-hmm. And it's only like two or three fingers. And it, like, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a glove on some scenes. Yeah. Where you can see like where her fingers are inside of it moving mm-hmm. around. That's what they probably I don't know. If, they probably had like a weird Spock mitten type thing going yeah. on with her. Love. I don't know if that was just me seeing things or they messed up a little, but I didn't Either notice that. that. Well, I I, I kind of like that because like then it makes it so that like she doesn't have full dexterity. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not like this is super advanced robotics. It's just something that like she can sort of. Yeah. No, I was just saying I could I I thought I could saw her see her fingers. Yeah, you're also the same person that said that that hallway fight scene in Daredevil sucked. It does suck. It's awesome. Whatever. <laughs> Speaking of her though, did you guys know that she was born in South Africa and the English is her second language? Charlize Theron. No. Yeah, she I, was I, raised yeah, in South before. Africa, and her her native language is is Afrikaans, which is like super weird. Like, did you guys see uh, Chappie? No, no, I, I haven't seen it yet. Did Did you see it? I haven't seen it actually. I, but Somebody I've, saw it. And they said it was good and sucked at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's a Neil Blomkamp movie. He's the guy that made like District uh, District Nine, and that uh, was a weird movie. Oh, it's one of those movies. Yeah, it's one of those. Okay. So it's kind of it's kind of odd, but like. He's got a distinct style. Neil Blomkamp does. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, making unique movies that nobody else makes. Exactly. I, I like that. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing. But that's kind of how Mad Max is. You don't see a lot of movies like this, especially not anymore. Yeah, with like, like actual action. Like if you go watch, if you want, like if you like Cars and you want to watch Fast and Furious, like Seven, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of like, yeah, that movie makes um, 
Mad Max look realistic, more oh, yeah. realistic. Like everything there is just too far out and Fast and Furious. I think that I, dude. I think so. That, you're saying it's not really possible to jump a car to three through three buildings. Hey man, or catching your girlfriend through the air from the fifth, you sixth never one, know. sixth yeah. one. I'm, I'm going off different movies. Now. Fifth one. <laughs> so <laughs> they all blend together. Think, Fast and Furious is just one blob of yeah, car crashes. I don't think they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I think, but it looked, I thought it was a sick show. Oh, I did too. I, I I think honestly, if Fast and Furious had been released after Mad Max, it probably wouldn't have done near as well as it as it has done. You think? Because I think like if I were to go and watch Fast and Furious or Furious Seven. After seeing Mad Max just barely, I'd probably be watching the scenes and being like, eh. This it is so stupid. Yeah, and I just is, watched yeah. one where they're like making double stacked Cadillacs. Yeah. Like, this is so much more boring. Yeah, it would have been way more boring. Yeah. You you didn't like Fast and Furious 7, didn't you? The only Fast and Furious I really enjoyed. And I don't know if it was just because the age I was or if it was the most, you know, it, I don't know. But the first one is my favorite. Yeah. Because First one's my second favorite. Because I don't know the the minute they hit the second one, it started getting really campy, and they started going over the top. The first one, yeah, it was over the top, but in a realistic in a, kind of way. In a, yeah, it's it's weird to say because there's not a '68 Charger I've ever seen in my life that does a wheelie and just stays there in the wheelie as it's burning out. There's <laughs> no <fair>. way, <laughs> and there's no way I've ever seen a Dodge Charger like rip down the road on a street. And do a wheelie for like 700 feet. It just doesn't happen. But again, it was cool because, you know, even though it's over the top, there's guys like jumping on semi trucks. You know, there's people passing in and out underneath semi trucks. It's cool, but still, they're doing it with a real car. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's obviously fake. They've obviously made the cars modified to where they can do that, but it's still a real car. Half the time in these Furious movies, it's a it's a CGI'd car. There's yeah. no way you could get the cars to do what they do. Yeah, like when they when they go under the semis and stuff, they had to chop the the cars to literally the lowest they possibly could have them while still having somebody in them, and then also raise up the semis. Yeah, in those scenes. When well, this is what you got to do. That's movie yeah. magic right there. But no, still, it's a real car. Yeah, yeah I like somebody actually driving that, and I think that's that's one of the biggest things of these movies, and why I love the new Mad Max so much. Everything in like a Transformers movie, it's all CGI'd. I mean, the only parts you're going to see is when They're you know the Cam- yeah the Camaro drives up and it's still a Camaro. Everything else is CGI. These cars, they were made like, and there's multiples of them, and they're driving them. As yeah. fast as they can in the movie, it's awesome. yeah. They don't like if you watch the last scene when they're chasing them back down through the the passage. There's like hundreds of them just like following these big giant ones. Here's the big ones are the main ones, and then they have all these just like cool bad a like things that I don't know. Maybe just people build them and they show them to the. Can this be in the movie? Like yes, just follow <laughs> this crowd of people in the desert. And talk we'll about Mad you. Max now, right? Not Transformers. Mad Max. <laughs> Mad Max. Okay. Very the well. only cool car franchise out right now. So that, that's I'm just saying Transformers and Furious Seven are a bunch of crap now compared to <laughs> Furious <laughs> True. Furious Road. It really is because I, I love Furious Seven and and I I really enjoyed that movie. I watched it a few times, but if I were to go back and watch it now, I just like after seeing Mad Max, I would probably be really underwhelmed. Just because like yeah. Know, they go I didn't want to go top, see Furious 7 again, but I was totally down to see Mad Max again. Because I saw it yeah. Thursday, and uh, it is Saturday. And 
it wasn't boring at all seeing it even the second time. Yeah. It was awesome. I think Absolutely. another awesome thing that made this movie so cool is there's not only is the cars real, but the people hanging off of them while they're moving are real too. <laughs> and that was such a bonus. Probably my favorite part of this whole movie. There's one scene <laughs> where they're trying where Max and everybody that's on the good side they're, mm. they're trying to get away from the horde of all these like bloodthirsty awesome dudes. Ish. These guys finally catch up to him, and there's a group of guys that have Max's interceptor that they've rebuilt. <laughs> and not only now does it have one supercharger, it has two, and they're trying to catch up. So they have this guy on the hood of the interceptor <laughs> yeah. with a bottle so of nitromethane, cool. hand squirting the nitro <laughs> into the engine, and just stoked to be there. Like he's just laughing. Yeah. And just screaming and pumping his fist, and every now and then he'd squirt some nitro into this car. Flames are shooting out of it, and they're just hauling down the desert. And here comes Nux. He's like, "We got to go faster." <laughs> so he grabs a can of nitro, gets on the hood of the semi truck, <laughs> and he can't pour the the five gallon jug into the engine. So he grabs the spout. <laughs> And siphons a bunch out with his mouth and spits this nitro (laughs) into this semi-truck. And they're racing down the desert, (laughs) like, taking turns. It was the best drinking game I'd ever seen in my life. (laughs) It blows beer pong out of the water 100 to 1. That was really cool. I I really enjoyed that scene. And then he, like, sucks too much in and and starts choking up over it, too. It was a nice Yeah, the other guy gets into it, too. He's like, he doesn't even have to. He's got little squirter bottles he's squirting into it. But he's just, I'm going to drink some, too, if you're doing it. (laughs) This guy is sitting on the supercharger like he's riding a motorcycle with two bottles of nitro, (laughs) squirting both of them into the bug catcher, and then looks at the other guy spitting it out of his mouth and then smiles, laughs, (laughs) takes both the jugs and just squirts a full blast right in his mouth. He's like spitting it all out. It's awesome. so great. I like it. If you you see before they even get on the hood, he's like laying, hanging halfway off the, the hood just... You know, having a good time. Like you Chilling. were saying when we went to dinner, you're just like, if you're going to die, die cool, man. You just, yeah, that <laughs> guy knows they're, okay, you're doing a hunt, like, okay, so theoretically in the movie, they're doing a hundred plus miles an hour through the desert. Yeah, that's what it looked like. For you have sure. this horde of awesome dudes behind you that are just all for this cause of getting this tanker truck off the road. You're on the hood of like the baddest muscle car in the whole world <laughs> at the time. You have a bottle of nitro and that porcupine of a truck that's doing 100 miles an hour next to you. That lady that's driving it is just ready to kill you. It doesn't matter if you live or die. Yeah. You might as well just sit on the supercharger and have some fun. <laughs> You're like five minutes away from instant death. Just enjoy it. It's a fair point. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like how the whole everybody in the movie acted because they were all like, geez, Devin making sounds over there. Stop Jeez. fiddling. But yeah, they're all brainwashed to think that they're supposed to die in battle, you know, um, Valhalla. They use Valhalla. I think they just use Valhalla as, um, so people know the idea of dying in battle, Yeah, you know, cause they could have, you know, named it something else, but nobody would known. So they use Valhalla as like these guys, the, the warlord wants everybody to just do whatever he wants, um, yeah. and be his warriors. That, Sacrifice yeah, themselves for him. So, yeah, it was just cool because everybody there wanted to die in battle, so they were doing the craziest crap. One guy gets hit. They like to spray their teeth before they die. With chrome yeah, spray Yeah, chrome. chrome so spray go out paint. shining in yeah. chrome, and he gets shot in the 
the head with an arrow. And he's like, well, I'm going to die. I got to do something cool. So he grabs <laughs> these two um, spear sticks with bombs on the end, and he just jumps leaps onto the the broken up um spike car and boom blows that thing and flies off it was awesome nuts not a care in the world just stoked to jump yeah he's just like he's like screw it yeah this is my time the gates of valhalla have opened i'm gonna do this that was so sweet yeah i i enjoyed the things that i i enjoyed the most were like the really the fun action scenes when like you know the motorcycles are 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 going over the cliffs above the cars and dropping grenades down inside of them and just like all the really, you know, the, the more intricate, like, parts of the action scenes, the things that, like, really took a lot of choreography and, and just kind of, like, complex little scenes that they had. And, and the, oh, my gosh, when the, the hot rod, that initial one where the hot rod hits the trip wire and just just goes straight oh, up yeah. into the air. Well, it goes Holy into the hole, doesn't it? He falls into a spike pit. Yeah, spike the one pit. guy, okay. flies, I think the one guy survived because he just, like, rolls on the sand. He's just like, whatever. That was so, yeah. like... They were just—it was awesome, you know. Especially those those parts that just kind of jump out of nowhere and just get you. Or when when uh, what's her face, the girl that was from Transformers, the one that was pregnant, when she gets saved, and then the very next second, freaking the door. I saw that up. coming. I gotta say, when wow. I saw that, I was I like, did not. I was like, she just she live. Oh yeah, she's she's gonna die in a second, and she did. I I called that by the way, but yeah. Oh. Total spoiler alert. Total spoiler alert. Pregnant lady. Falls off of a moving semi truck, gets run over by a monster truck, <laughs> survives and has a child. She didn't survive. She didn't. I no, she was. was I thought she, she did was, too. She no, was, she was dead. Or like she. Was, I think they said like she was still breathing a little bit, but she died before they tried to deliver the child. Yeah, they said that your girl's still breathing. And then they said when they pulled the baby out, they cut the baby out with a freaking machete. Yeah. And uh, they're like, C-section. about another month, and this would have been a perfectly healthy boy. What a shame. Well, he said, he said that she stopped breathing like right before that. And so that's when they decided to just stop. Oh, I think yeah. she said still breathing no, or something. No. She said stopped breathing. And so then that's when they decided to just cut oh. into her and take the baby out. Yeah, I thought she was going to be alive for a sec. And then yeah, crazy. <laughs> they needed to get rid of her. I mean, the, so, she wouldn't, a pregnant girl couldn't have been in the rest of the movie. So, so he yeah, was after sense. a perfect baby, wasn't he? Well, yeah. he's trying. He wants to breed, make a ton of perfect babies. So that's why he gets the hottest chicks. Yeah, for his basically the heirs to his throne or whatever. Yeah. Oh. and they don't want that. They don't want the babies to be warlords. But yeah, that's, so that's interesting. Have you had that's enough crazy. time to think about your favorite part of the movie, Devin? I or said you, my favorite part, man. You did? Yeah. Say another Forever one. ago. What'd you say? What? That I said. part where the cars blew up. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So bro. you put the whole movie. You just like the whole movie? <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. It was a good show. <laughs> it's a good, what was it your was favorite scene, show. Devin? Come on, you got to contribute something to this show. Yeah, yeah come on, Devin. I can't pull all the way. Time, <laughs> yeah, he just says, whoa, that was cool. <laughs> no way. We could record five lines from Devin and then just play it on a soundboard every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, we were joking about that here. before the show. Yeah, that'd be funny. Best soundboard of all time. <laughs> The, the dev board. board. The dev, dev board. board. We should the just do that on every episode, even when Devin doesn't show up. Just like <laughs> introduce Devin and just have him be like like a sound that's just him going, Hey! <laughs> no, dude, I think we should have him in just one line each episode. We're like, is Devin there? <laughs> Was he in this episode? <laughs> Throws everybody off. <laughs> right. Yeah, something like that. Oh, there we go, yeah, just... <laughs> right. <laughs> just in the middle of the episode uh, somewhere and be yeah. like, what the freak? 
Was he there the Let's entire time? You have really your voice was. recorded. You're dude, dude, we're going to do that. Like It'll be like our little Easter egg, like how all the Marvel movies have their little Easter egg. or like Edgar You're Wright's. telling everybody now that they'll be watching. Well, for yeah, them. they'll be watching for it. They're That's listening. The point. Like, I'm going to hear Devin. That's the point. That was Devin. People are always watching for the Easter eggs, you know, oh, like in geez. Edgar Wright's movies. There's always the Cornetto, the the candy bar that's in every one of Edgar Wright's movies, like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and I World's End. I haven't seen any of those movies. Are you kidding me? It's like um, I haven't seen them either. Oh, heavens. I'm gonna, I wanted to see. I'm gonna get so Land. scrutinized for forgetting his name. The guy Simon that stars Pike. in Evil Dead. Evil Dead. I brain fart. I've never seen. Oh, him the guy that stars Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. I can't remember that. I don't know who that is. Easter egg in all of the Evil Deads. It's the same Plymouth car. The same yellow Plymouth car is in every. You know who Bruce Campbell is, Chase? Do you know the show Burn Notice? I would know. I would know his face, but I don't know. You would know his face and his voice. He's in Burn Notice, like the main dude. No, he's the he's the older guy that plays uh, Sam. I've never watched Burn Notice either. I do know the main character though. He's in Old Spice commercials. He's in Evil Dead. Uh, Bruce Campbell's awesome. Yeah. Awesome actor. Cool. I'll Just have to check him out. Fart and forgot his name. Yeah, I. That's really. I got. I'm going to come up with something that you know Bruce Campbell from Chase. There's no way you don't. I can't believe you have never seen an Evil Dead movie. That is kind of hey, crazy, dude. I that, just, is it a horror film? Yeah, you guys came over and watched oh, it we, at my house. Yeah, was that did. Evil Dead? Because yeah. I watched uh, one horror movie and you were like telling me how you loved horror movies. Yeah. And uh, I saw the. What was it? He kind of looks like Mitt Romney with a more pronounced chin now that I look at him. That's Mitt Romney. No, that's Bruce Campbell. That's you Mitt Romney. You need to show him a picture when he's younger. You need to pull up an Evil Dead. <laughs> it yeah. looks like Mitt Romney, huh? No. no. Didn't yeah, it he, does look just like Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah. Did he co-produce you. the new Evil Dead? I think he, also the, the new one that they're doing, the series he's actually starring in, it's, a, it's called uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. They're doing a TV series oh, he stars from the Evil it? Dead. That's yeah, awesome. and he's starring in it again. That's um, good. Holy crap, he's been in so many different movies. He was, oh, Spider-Man 2. Do you remember when, when Spider-Man's about to go into the... Yeah, um, that's the guy who I was thinking. Theater. Yeah, yeah. He's in all three of the movies. Yeah, he's in all three of the movies as someone else. He's like the Mater D in Spider-Man 3. He's yeah, he's the, the guy with, he's trying to do Spider-Man the ring. Two. Yep, and then he's the ring announcer in Spider-Man. The reason he's in those is because Sam Raimi was the director of the Evil Dead series, which he starred mm. in, and they've been collaborators for a buddies. long time. They like to have fun. Yeah. And just, that's cool. And Bruce Campbell isn't really a big, big role, big movie guy. He usually does like B movies and, and stuff like that, or, or a, like most of them have like become cult movies at this point. But pretty much all the movies that are good, if you're into that genre. Yeah. For a horror? For a horror. Horror film? Well, yeah. even like he's done, like he was in Fargo. Um, I hate Fargo. Really? My dad watches that all the time. Fargo's and that's great. I get so bored of it. I don't know. I've never seen it from start to finish. I've just seen scenes. I don't really like it. Fargo's but. worth watching just because they have a new Fargo TV series. Um, at, Well, fairly new Fargo TV series that's way good. But hmm. anyway. Right. Well, we got sidetracked again. Yeah, so, we did get sidetracked. Do you guys think they're going to make another, like another franchise, like another movie of Mad Max after this one? Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. I sure hope not because that one, if they make money they're doing it. That one started Ooh. with such a bang and it ended with such a bang and it was just cool the way they ended it. I think they should just leave it alone and be done. Dude, I wish they would no do that with a lot of movies, but they don't. It's all about money. If they can make money, they'll do it. If you watch the old ones, man, there's totally gonna be a Thunderdome one. You wait. I'll I'll bet you money right now. I, w- I wouldn't want to see a Thunderdome. I hope not because I'll bet there is. I think it'll be sick too. It didn't have any car crashes in it. I was so excited to see Road Warrior and Mad Max because of the, all the cool cars. 
Yeah. And they, that, they knew that when they made this one. They knew that it was like, it's all about cars. We just want to see cars and driving in the desert. And that's what they did. So I don't, I don't know if they can make another movie because it'll just be the same movie. It would ruin it. Or they'd have to do something else. Like, would you guys no. like to hear um, the direct response to this question from George Miller himself? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So <laughs> sure. Miller and his co-writer McCarthy yes. uh, found during the writing process for Fury Road that they had enough story material for two additional scripts. One of these, titled Mad Max Furiosa, has already been completed, and Miller hopes to film it after the release of Fury Road. Uh, in March 2015, during an interview with Esquire magazine, Hardy revealed that he was attached Thumbs to star... Down. Tom Hardy is attached to star in four more Mad Max films after Fury Road. I, I told you, at, at, least least money. Yeah. at least contracted. They're not like that doesn't mean they're going to develop all of them. But if they decide to do four more, Tom Hardy is going to be in them. And uh, just this month, actually, uh, George Miller told Wired magazine, "Should Fury Road be successful, I've got two other stories to tell." Hmm. I don't know because this one was like, oh yeah, it definitely opened up for another one. Okay, seriously. Just like with every other movie series that I mm-hmm. have talked about tonight, the first one is always the best one. This t- technically, this, this is the fourth. fourth. Yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite Hold of Transformers. Up. Fourth Hold is the off. worst Transformers oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. By far. First Fast and Furious, in my opinion, it's the best one. It's fair. And as fourth, far one, as, fourth one's my favorite. As far as, so, the, as, far as the new ones It's a reboot. Go, you know, Evil Dead, if they decide to make another Evil Dead off of the new one that they've made, still not going to be my favorite. You've always got that original set that they've done 30 years ago. Yeah. And they're like they're in a world all of their own. Oh, you can't compare attached. apples and oranges because what? it's different effects, it's different actors, it's a different style of writing. It's it, everything's different. I think so I think one reason that's a little bit promising for this is that these these two other stories came out of the writing process for this one movie and so it, that's it, true it sounds like it's all kind of part of that same story right you said there. the they made Furiosa they used enough like footage to make another movie oh no movie? no the script is completed fully completed Dude, the script when I saw this one screen, I, th- I kind of thought like this is more of a Furiosa not Mad Max movie like it's about Furiosa there's a lot apparently there's a whole lot more She's really cool too. So I like her. I, I would like watch it. It wasn't just Mad Max. It was like Mad Furiosa. Yeah, Mad, <laughs> Mad, Mad Max Furiosa Road. <laughs> exactly. Well, the next one's going to be called Mad Max Furiosa. Um, no way. This one should have been yeah. called that. But that, I mean, I don't know. I did like that though. How we've got basically these women, like one of them who's already a badass, and then four others that kind of throughout the movie, as they're you know as they they sort of grow grow more firm in their resolve. Are, are becoming more determined and more actionable against, you know, the, the people who have been holding them. Like, they, they, they basically just develop kind of into that being more independent and more, more I guess, solid and aggressive to fight for, for their freedom. And Dude, I think it was kind of cool watching them develop that way. I just realized something. Okay, so Mad Max was born in the normal world, right? The old world. Mm-hmm. Right? He grew up and had a kid, and then it all went to crap. That's what it looked like. Furiosa was born in the desert, from the tribe of many mothers, but they're the same age. Yeah, well, they don't say that in this show, do they? The, Mad Max has a daughter, you know, from all his flashbacks. He knows that, but... They know. didn't use... Because they had to describe, um, explain a little bit of his backstory. But something happened where he let a bunch of people down, including yeah, see, his See, they daughter. didn't explain that even a little bit in the movie. Yeah, they just showed you that he had a family and he failed and a bunch of people died. 
That's yeah. all they showed. Well, That's I'm sure they might have saved his life too. That flashback. They did. Oh yeah, saved his life. I didn't see that until the that. until I watched it the second time. But he puts his head up every time he sees the girl. Yeah, and then later that same. You guys saw that? Yeah. I didn't see that till the second one. That um, the girl was making him do that. So every time he'd see her, he'd do that. Yeah. I think that's another one of the plot gaps. If you if you watch the first movies, the very first one, um, which is just Mad Max, you'll notice that he has his wife, and then he has a son, and then they both get mowed down. And so it just kills his family off. The son's not even old enough to talk yet. He's still a toddler. Yeah. And so it's there's one of the plot gaps. So I don't I don't know if he's if they're going after the like the little kid in the second one, the Road Warrior, that with the boomerang. He beca- I don't know if he becomes this Max. And no, he becomes the, the tribe leader. If you if you watch the narrative, the whole thing's na- Road Warrior is narrated by the kid, and yeah. he says he becomes the tribe leader of that one that goes east. Yeah. Yeah, so I I have no idea. That's one of the that's one of the gaps that I noticed. I was hoping that kid was going to be in it. So you're saying this I is a different Mad Max than the original? To me, yes. Saying there was already a Mad Max, like this, this Mad Max was born in the apocalypse. Kind of like the James Bond theory, how there's a different person taking on the name of James Bond each kind time. Of. Like that, that James Bond too? isn't really a person; nah, it's an I, identity. Hmm, I've never heard that before. But yeah, you haven't heard sense. that. Uh-uh. But oh yeah, that's, so they, that's cool. Theory. It's like a fan theory that like James Bond is a title that the that an MI6 agent sort of earns or whatever, and so that and that sort of explains why there's been a James Bond for so long. Why you know he always looks different. Is James Bond is sort of just the but it's the same character, like kind of you know he likes chicks. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're a <laughs> he spy, likes chicks, like same guy. They, he's got a they, well, they go by a profile though. They talk about it like in in Skyfall. They they or we need in, a womanizer. Royale. Well, no, they they go for somebody who's completely orphaned and unattached. Right when you're orphaned and unattached, and you're traveling the world, I mean, you're probably going to try and have fun somehow. Well, and that kind of makes sense in the spy world. I mean, if you're looking at spy movies, I don't know if you guys saw Kingsman or not. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. we had a King. huge show about Kingsman. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Well, anyway, same thing. Yeah, They're, one of their guys dies. They named the next agent. Yeah, the, the same title. Name. Oh, a title that passes title. down. It's a title. Yeah, and that's that's actually a, a fan theory that I I hold as canon for James Bond. I I fully believe that. Uh, well, I don't think they originally intended to, but they could use that as a. Oh yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe Ian Fleming never intended that when he wrote it, but I totally think of that as full on story. I don't. I'm not that into James Bond. I'm, I've seen like a couple of them. I'm a pretty big James but, Bond fan. I mean, there's definitely bigger fans than me, but I like it a lot. Every That's fish cool. I had growing up was named James Bond. <laughs> fish? I had like four fish. That was very valuable information. Hey, that's like, pretty good, too. It's uh, just like it's James quite Bond. quite revealing Every about the backstory get a new of fish, Devin. It's James Bond. We're going to slowly piece together Devin's origin story with these little with these little. He just, he just pops in with like, hey, I had a fish named James Bond. And then I uh, guess what? I had three more. <laughs> I named him the same thing. The title passed on. Did you so? Uh, you guys might not recognize this, especially you, Devin, since you haven't seen the newest X Men movies. Which what the heck? what? Um, hey, yeah, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> what were you gonna say, huh? <laughs> huh? So did you recognize? It's only recorded forever. <laughs> Just say <Did> it. You... <laughs> no pressure, <laughs> Devin. No pressure. Oh, oh no! <laughs> did you recognize Chase that uh, Nick Holt was not the only um, X Men first class star that was in this movie? Um, that was me thinking that silence. 
it's good. It's gonna be a long silence because I gotta yeah, remember. No, it's fine. I can't. It's fine. I don't just know. Be comfortable with the silence. We'll just okay. start talking about something else. I'm not talking about something else from, until you figure just it out. from first this, class. So yeah, just from first class. That I, was in Fury Road. That was in Fury Road. It took me a while to realize that I realized it towards the end of the movie. Was it like a smaller character? Um, oh, he just looked. That was it, she? What, she had a few. <laughs> she had a few lines. Look at him. Is she a mutant? <laughs> Well, no, I'm just I'm just looking at like oh. her pictures. Oh, is it a mutant? Oh, a She's a mutant. Yeah. Is it? Emma oh, Ro- dang! I said her. It's a her. Yeah, you did. I thought you were doing that on purpose. No. Is it the Emma? Emma Frost. Frost? No. Emma Frost. Why, who the f would she have been in this movie? I don't know. I don't know. I was just guessing. Is it the? Is, is it, it that naked girl that's in the tower? There's a naked, naked girl, girl in X Men. In the tower. That's you're talking oh, about the same person. That's Emma wrote. Frost. Oh, is it? No, he's talking about the naked person in Fury oh, Road. Oh, no, Fury not Road. her. The naked yeah, no. chick. No. You, are, you, are you stumped? Is it is it the bad guy? Nope. The bad guy in Fury Road. The big no. fat guy. We're trying nope. to guess Fury Road characters. I said she person. already on accident. Oh, yeah. Well, he looks like he's got long hair. <laughs> if you say it was one of the people in the in the zombie horde of people asking for water. No, no. She, <laughs> she, so had, she had lines. In Fury was, Road or X-Men? Both. Was it Just a little them? bit of lines in both movies? In both movies, she had a significant role. Like, not a main leading role, but it was a significant it's, role in the movie. It's the butterfly chick. There you go. Ah, you got I it. I knew it. I was, and I, I thought of all the chicks, and I was she like, was she has short hair now. She was one of the wives. She's way hotter in this movie than she was right? in that movie. That's what I thought, like, too. weird. Yeah. She got way... Yeah, I was like, in this movie, I was like, dang, she's looking good. Yeah, she, didn't look, she wasn't very... She played a stripper, though, in X-Men. That's First true. class. I like that uh, What's-Her-Face, the girl, um, let's see, Rosie Whiteley, she looked a lot less puffy lips than she did in uh, Transformers. That's because they don't have lip injectors in the apocalypse. Holy crap, man. Or whatever. She In Transformers, it was a little much. The blonde girl that was in Transformers 3. The hot one? Her, yeah, the, the one that replaced Megan Fox and was just a random new girlfriend. Did that not bug you guys that her lips were just like the entire time like looking like, I don't know. We can't see you. Like they can't the, see the Kylie Jenner thing, how she, you know, you put your freaking lips in a bottle and then suck Have on Have you seen some of the results of that? <laughs> it's so like funny. ripping their lips off. Yeah. My favorite part is Ugh. they're stuck like that for a couple days. That's so <laughs> hilarious. A couple of days. This should be forever. These are idiots. If you do the Kylie Jenner challenge, congratulations. You shouldn't be on this earth. You're just so much more awesome of a human being than I <laughs> I could never do that to my face. Dude, I... No way. So I really, of all the wives, I really liked the uh, the redhead one. She was freaking Dude, dope. There's a girl that... You like um, her the best? I think I do. She, I, I liked her the best, too. Dang it. I thought she was cute. <laughs> I thought she was really cute, too. But there's a girl that at my cafeteria at work... That looks just like her. She's really hair too. Oh, dude! Like a less attractive version. Ask her out, dude. No, dude. No, because this girl in the movie is way hotter than her. Oh, so you're just gonna be you're just gonna be constantly comparing them, I guess. Yeah, probably. Mm. Anyway, she was cool. I like how she wore Nick Holt's um, goggles the rest of the movie. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't like what's her face the the girl with like the blue eyes. Her teeth bugged me. The blonde girl with the blue eyes, the other one of the wives that was like a little quiet. She was quiet. creepy. She yeah, was the albino one. Yeah, yeah, the one was like super. Hot. She like I. She's, she's really skinny. I couldn't look at her for too long. She like she. She was the crazy one. She always had something really wisdomy to say, like a ginger, but with less soul. Yeah, right. As if that were possible, coming <laughs> from the only ginger in the room. <laughs> hey, you don't have a soul, Jason. I know it's the worst. I stole it. <laughs> I accept it. Yeah. Um, are there are there any other uh, comments we want to make about Mad Max before we wrap this thing up like a freaking gordita? Yeah, sure. Is, is that our 
This is the completed review of Mad Max. And so let's 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 go around the table and give it a quick rating. Uh, you can rate it on any scale you prefer. Um, I'm going to give it. Uh, let's go with. Mm, let's go with We're nine waiting. giant superchargers out of ten. Nine giant on a scale of one to ten, six being the highest. I'd give it a six. Oh, cool! Being cool. the highest. Well, if we're talking about bananas here, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I'd give it all the pill pills. No, I'd give it. I'd give it like nine out of ten. That was probably <laughs> he one almost. Of- he almost committed to that rating, and then he backed out of it. Come on, Devin. <laughs> you get to go in. I thought you had the dedication. Uh, no, man, you. No. I'd give it ten it. out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yep. Wow. That high. Man, no. A perfect score. Hey, him and the there critics was, agree. The critics agree. Ninety-eight percent is a pretty high. There score, wasn't man. a single thing about that movie I didn't. Ninety-nine percent. Like. What do you say, James? Mister, he's the prep petrol head. Petro, petrol petrol head. Petrol head. Car guy. Main car guy. He works. Motorhead is what we. Motorhead. Gearhead, gearhead is what gearhead. we call that in the U.S. Yeah, if you're speaking American. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, we're he's the biggest one out of all us. He works at a restoration this American shop. American tank. You speak he's the American. car guy, and this is the car movie of the century. We'll what, what, Mexican, do you, what do you? What do you say? Mexican tank. <laughs> anyway. Oh my heavens! All right. <laughs> so, if this movie was a hot dog, <laughs> you got at the gas station. <laughs> it would be the hot dog. That, that didn't have a hair on it or anything and <laughs> you put it in a bun and it was like the perfect size for the bun and it had like all the toppings on it it was the bomb huh. it was not a drop it's about to blow up from <laughs> from dropped on the floor and put back into the wrapper gas station hot dog to like the perfect gas station hot dog the only good one on the rack the only it was the only good one on mm. the rack i agree with that that's a pretty That's good. true. That's in a, a world in a world of post-apocalyptic movies that totally suck, this one stands above the rest. Clearly, that's that's a good metaphor. It's a very good metaphor. Way to go, James. That's me applauding. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I think that about does it for our our Fury Road uh, special. We're at the end of this road. <laughs> but nobody's furious about it except Devin. Except Devin. <laughs> Devin's over there angry. <laughs> he's gonna. He's make always it, angry. He's gonna make another comment like, "Oh man, I'm out." I didn't say enough. Dang it! I have so much to say. Dang it! <laughs> I just kept it all in my uh, head. Should we? Should we let you redeem yourself from last time? Last time, Devin, when we when we wrapped up, oh, the episode, <laughs> oh, we asked head. you. We asked you if you had any oh, final man. words. No, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing about having you come in. <laughs> come on, Devin. Uh, no, James is new. Let right. James say. All right, James, what do you want to send the people off with? What's your final message? I don't even know. Now you put me on the spot like Devin. Yeah, I have to go through it. Chase, too, man. Chase goes through it every week. Yeah, oh, you're next, Jason. I don't <laughs> get even you know back. what to tell all you people. All right. Just have a great night. <laughs> have a Thanks great for night. listening. Or day. You guys are awesome. Depending on when you're listening to it, I guess. But yeah, just night in general. Even if they're listening at 8 a.m., because it'll night. be night eventually. So eventually, it's, it's going to be. There's always a night. Yeah, unless the Earth stops spinning. Then I guess we stop getting too into it. All right, bye.
My mic smells like cotton candy. <laughs>